We're live. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with the Thursday edition of the Stay Cash and Show. I am joined by Bill Rupp wearing his festive uh, Christmas colors. Bill, how you doing this evening? Good. Okay, great. Sound sound really jacked up to be here. Like to see it. Uh, I have my little red and white, so a little red mixed in there. But Rackets going full Grinch today. Uh, no more fitting character for Joey Rackets than the Grinch. But uh, you seem to be very excited for Christmas. So it's is uh, quite a conundrum. You said you're more excited than ever. I am. I am very excited for Christmas. I love. Very excited. Very excited. And I'm assuming you will not be here tomorrow, correct, Rackets? Um. Well, I mean, we got the entire city shut down tomorrow, so maybe I'll make an appearance. Ooh, I got nothing okay. else to do. Okay, we may actually be blessed with Rackets' presence. Is my video blurry? E? It is yeah. very blurry. It's always. I no, I don't know why. This is the camera that uh, that you made me use too. E. You have to put put your put the put your fingers up to the. the okay, maybe that'll work. I'll keep fucking with it. Uh, mm -hmm. And Evan Hand, how are you doing, Steve? I'm doing well. Uh, not looking forward to the storm that's supposed to hit the entire northeast, but uh, doing well. Not well. us. Not us, Bill. Nope. Not us. Just you guys up in Canada. <laughs> Just got some rain. Yeah, we'll get a little rain for the Jets 40, game here. 44 degrees in rain. Yeah, we'll get a little Jets game uh, rain here as the uh, Jets defense devours uh, Rackets boy Trevor Lawrence tonight. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll talk about that in a minute. We're going to talk some college football, college basketball. As you can see on the bottom of the screen, the draft guide uh, for the uh, bowl betting. I keep calling it draft guide. The bowl betting guide uh, is still live. We're absolutely crushing it right now. Uh, me and Howie currently are 21 and 11 total on our bets. Tough beat on South Alabama last night. That was not fun. Uh, as I wrote in the article uh, before the bowl game started, sometimes you're going to bet a game and it's just going to get sideways and never come back during bowl season. And uh, last night was it. Boat raced right out the gate. But, we but were if 20... you were in the, if you're a subscriber and you were in the chat, you got a live bet. Uh, yeah, you hit the live total on the other team, right? Yep. Yep. So uh, we are 21 and 11 on our bets. That is a 66% clip we are sitting at right now, me and Howie combined, uh, up over 10 units, which as a $10 bet better would have you up 100 bucks. as a $100 better would have you up 1000 bucks. on a draft guide that would promo code BOWL20 is only 40 bucks. There's still like 30 games left. Plenty of action. We'll talk about the bowl game tonight. We'll give that out to you free. Uh, me and Howie are going to ask you to bet $40 on the bowl game tonight that we are giving out. We both love this pick, so do not go anywhere. Bet $40 on this bowl game, and then when you win it, you could buy the bowl guide. We'll pay it off for you for free. If you lose it, you can tell us to fuck off and never buy anything here ever again. Uh, and on our sides, Howie's 9-3. and three. I am 7-4. And four, I believe. So we are 70% on sides alone on these games. So killing the bowl season. College basketball has been absolutely white hot on fire. Uh, tough beat last night with Utah, but I think we won six of the first eight games we put out. I think I'm on an 80% clip over the last week and a half. So a lot to cover, a lot to go over. Let's start with the headlines. Uh, YouTube now has access to Sunday ticket for $2 billion a year. Oh, great. I mean, it's the worst news you could have told me. So what's that mean now? Uh, YouTube has the rights. They're going to be the ones. I think it was DirecTV before. Uh, yeah. But now it's ex exclusively on YouTube TV. So which means every single game on the Sunday ticket is going to be delayed. Yep. Yes. By this lot. is all delayed straight by a, faction. It's not even delayed. It's delayed by a lot. It's YouTube worse than TV, Sports Pass and anything else. Yeah, YouTube TV is 30 seconds behind Sports Pass. Yeah. It, you, this is the most faction shit. I mean, i got to add this to my thread list, uh, YouTube TV. I'm writing a whole thread on the manipulation of NFL games, primetime games especially, and I have data that will blow your guys' fucking minds away. Bill, now the FanDuel is going to have the luxury of everyone in the country live betting the game being almost a full minute behind the actual play. It's going to be literally Because Sports Pass behind. is like 20 to 30 seconds behind, and YouTube's 30 per seconds behind them. So uh, yeah, they're you're gonna not going to be two just, plays behind. You're going to be two, gonna be two plays behind. behind the whole game. So just another advantage for the fucking sports books to have us fucking on every game now, Bill. Not just the Thursday night app, uh, Amazon game. Every game now is going to be 45 seconds to a minute behind the live line. What do you, how do you feel about, think about that? Even think about when we do the or when we with the prime with the Amazon Prime one. Even when we log into our accounts and we click play at the same. We're time, all at different. It starts at, at different spots, so like yeah. you're either 20 seconds behind or like you a can click at the people. same time. 
and somebody's 10 seconds behind, somebody's 40 seconds behind. This is ridiculous. This is bullshit. If you guys don't believe that this is all intentional and they are intentionally doing all this to help Fandle, uh, Bill, what's your take on it? Uh, still, when we knew this was coming already, we spoke about this before. I just think it's shitty. You know? It's horrible. Yeah, it's going to suck. I, I mean, mean do, you th do you think this is for FanDuel to be able to get a bigger edge than they already uh, have? I mean, because we, I usually just watch it on my computer anyway, so I already know what, what the play's happening. Um, but the only person I knew in the world who had DirecTV anyway was Trevor. Trevor. <laughs> I didn't know people still had that. Those yeah. dishes on their houses and shit. Yeah, so now every primetime game, though, too, Evan, or no? Are the primetime games going to stay with ESPN and all that? Uh, I would no, assume the primetime games are still like the... Or are they going to all end up games. on Amazon Prime, Bill? What do you think? No, primetime's different. Okay, so primetime will start. Good, so the games that they fix the most will be able to get live. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Great. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, you guys want to talk about Correa contract with the Mets? I want to talk about whatever you want, babies. Well, I don't really love baseball, but I know some people want to hear it. So, Oh, me and Rackets were up till 6.30 in the morning with the four Yeah, we were Mets talking a lot of baseball the other night. Me and Rackets were on there when it broke. I was on a fucking, I was drinking all through the night, drinking the night away. And uh, we were on the 4D Bets Discord till almost 7 a.m. It broke live on the Discord. We called up Bill live on the Discord and woke his ass up to break him the news. Bill, how'd you feel about that? Um, I wasn't very happy. Yeah, right. he was pretty angry. <laughs> yeah, it's okay, though. I, they knew, I knew he'd be angry. I just didn't care. Uh, Carlos Correa supposedly, and Rackets, I'm going to kick to you because you've been on top of all the tweets that have been going on with this. Supposedly, Carlos Correa... Didn't pass the physical, but when me and you were going over the tweets that night, it kind of looked like Correa's decision to leave more than the Giants. Has any new news come up on this? And then obviously, for those of you that don't know, the Mets signed them to 12 years, $315 million, putting their fucking with luxury tax at what, $700 million for the Rackets or some shit? From what, uh, now, I don't, this wasn't a published report. This was a report that John Heyman said, he said it verbally on MLB Network, so I don't know if he's taking it back or whatnot, but Right after it happened, um, he said that Correa, obviously the Giants had the issue with the, with the medical or whatever, but after that... And they um, said it wasn't his back, which... And they said it wasn't his back, which would have... It meant that it was one of his injuries that he had before he even made the big leagues. So you're talking from eight to ten years ago. Like, it, it seems sketchy to begin with, but what from what Heyman said... Um, Boris, after, they, after the Giants uh, said that they were going to delay the press conference... All they said was they were going to postpone it, and they didn't say that they weren't going to sign him anymore or nothing. But uh, Boris apparently, they, it, it, you know, the press conference got postponed. Whatever. Immediately, they they never called Correa back to either start working on a new contract or like tell him what was going on. So within an hour and a half, Boris was on the phone with the Mets saying that the deal fell through, and then obviously Uncle Stevie Cohen, fucking, he wasn't going to let Boris off the phone. Essentially, right. So that's why the deal went through at fucking like three in the morning is because Uncle Stevie wasn't letting and Billy Epler weren't letting Boris off the phone uh, without getting that fucking deal done with for Correa. But it seemed to me like it was more of Correa realizing like the Giants aren't that I good, think, man. And, I think there's a bigger conspiracy here. Bill, going to kick to you. This is your adopted team. Um, I think what happened here is Cohen thought he was going to get some other bats in the offseason. They made a reasonable offer to Correa because I think their need was more a power bat than, you know, I mean, Correa's a good, got good power, but he's not like that intimidating force in the lineup that you're looking for. He's more like a Lindor type addition to the lineup. And he's moving to a new position also. I think he thought he was going to get something else and he offered him like 280, you know, and then he took the deal with the Giants for 325 or 330, whatever it was. And then once all this drama happened and the Mets didn't get it what they wanted, I think Bill, Steve Cohen went out and said, fuck this, let's up that offer. We'll give you 315 for 12. And Correa wanted to be a Met. He said uh, a couple of years ago he wanted to play in New York. Yeah. So he wanted that. He probably just didn't get the offer, and Cohen didn't get what we wanted. So he said, we're stealing you. And then Boris got involved and said, we're not doing another physical. We're out. What do you think, Bill? Uh, I think the Giants um, didn't get Judge mm -hmm. and made a big mistake, just like the Yankees did years ago when um, when they – Missed hey, out Ron. on Cano. No, when they missed out on Cano and they didn't give Cano the money. And then they went out and fucking signed um, Ellsbury. Uh, Ellsbury. Ellsbury, yeah. That big contract. They regretted that right away. They they signed him the next day, I think. It was just 
just throwing money at someone just to, to, to calm the fan Try base. Try offset the fan base, yeah. Yeah, so I think the Giants did the same thing. And then as soon as that physical something came up, which was stupid, uh, I think that was their out. And they said, okay, we're out. And then the Mets were back in play. And um, I know Lindor wanted him really bad. He even went to Cohen's office several times and told him to get him. And when, and, Cohen, and uh, he would move, Correa would move to third only on the Mets. Um, so I think that's what happened. Yeah, uh, whatever it was, there was definitely some shady shit going on. There's going to be more to this story, I would imagine. Shady shit. I mean, shady shit happens all the time. Look at the yeah. Knicks. Yeah, I know. Knicks lost the second round draft pick. Uh, yesterday because of the uh, Brunson deal. They they spoke to him too early, supposedly, so now they're out of second-round pick for next year. Yeah. Oh, and, they uh, didn't get the tampering thing then? I, didn't, yeah, I, I mean, didn't, dude. I didn't even see that they got it. Anytime you have Steve Cohen and Scott Boris involved in something, you know that there was shady shit going on somewhere. Not to mention you have Carlos Correa, who was a part of the shadiest shit in the history of baseball history with the Houston Astros cheating scandal. So you basically have three guys involved in this that have a history of not giving a fuck about following rules. And uh, we'll end up finding out a little bit more about what went on here as it goes on. Bill, do you think this is the thing that puts the Mets over the top? I still do not. I still do not think they're a World Series team. I think it helps them a lot. Um, I still don't think they're a World Series contender. I think there's two or three teams I like better than them in the National League alone. Well, we got rid of our shitty catcher or the shitty catcher. Hey, 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 easy. Gave him the racket, <laughs> shitty team. Good <laughs> <laughs> with that. Uh, I, I, as it sits now, they still need another bat. Um, yeah. I think they'll make a move, hopefully, again. They need that power bat, even if it's like a Luke Voigt or something, you know, someone you signed to a one year well, deal. A lot of people were million. calling up, a lot of people were calling up on the radio about Luke Voigt. I mean, yeah, that's the one I said on the on the Discord the other night with rackets. Like, you don't need. They don't need to go get a Brayu or someone like that. You just go get something that's threatening in the six or seven hole because that lineup really falls off once you get past Marte and them in the six. The like last three was another one. Miguel Sano type we talked about. Yeah, I mean, that's a, you just need something intimidating at the bottom of the lineup or a power bat to bring off the bench in the playoffs. Um, and, then, and then we could start considering them. But as of right now, my worry with the Mets, and then we'll switch back out of baseball mode. My worry with the Mets is – Diaz had a career year. Adovino had a career year. McNeil had a career year. Nimmo had a career year. That's not going to happen again, especially with all these guys just getting monster contracts. You never see that. Players always overperform in contract years. They do the HGH. They do all the illegal shit to get the big contract. Then they stop caring as much. You saw it with Lindor. You know, you see it with a lot of these guys. So I think you're going to see a fall off from the Diaz's, the Adovino's, the McNeil's, the Nimmo's. Which they could still be a very good team, but you're going to need another bat. You it need seems, even more than Korea. It seems in that division is what the thing to do is to be shitty in the beginning. Yeah. And then after the all-star break, just fucking turn it on. Right. The Mets, the Mets did it backwards last year. Well, two years in a row. They led yeah. the league. They led the league both years. The past two years, they had the most. They led that division for the most time in the past two years. Both, mm -hmm. both years. So right. they need to be calm down in the beginning of the year. Later in the year, because they don't, they never make moves. Got to make moves. Yeah, then Stevie's got to make some. Oh, like moves, Phillies though. made Phillies made moves. Braves made moves. That's how they won the. That's how they got to the World Series those last two years, right? Me and Rackets were saying it. Uh, my favorite bet of the entire offseason for the futures perspective is the Washington Nationals win total under. I mean, that team is going to yep. get obliterated with the Phillies, the Braves, the Mets, and even the Marlins are a good team. They're not, they're, listen, the Marlins aren't a good team but they beat the teams they're supposed to beat. They beat the bad teams. And they right? play low-scoring games. And they play low-scoring games, and they're going to grind you out, and they're going to pitch well. Yeah, the and Mets always have problems with them, too. Well, yeah. see, the, what the Marlins do is they just make you lose, right? So if you're more talented than them and you put up five runs, you're going to beat them. But if you play their style and they, they don't make mistakes, they're going to pitch well. If you do, and, the, and the Washington Nationals are going to fucking make errors all over. The Washington Nationals may win 40 games this year. Plus, every five days, you got to face the fucking Cy Young winner. So. Right, yeah. <laughs> Nationals may win 40 games in that division. Like, it's going to be a disaster uh, for them over there. But uh, that's it for the hot stove. What else we got, Harry? Uh, Pro Bowl voting came out. Or the Pro Bowl did come out. Uh, Tua did not get selected to be a Pro Bowler. Wow, However, really? Really. But Tua didn't nuts. make the Pro Bowl? No, because he is first – in the entire league, first in passer rating, first in pass. How is uh, that possible? Touchdown to intercept, interception ratio, pass touchdowns per attempt, yards per attempt, yards per completion, but not in the Pro Bowl. 
and it's probably I mean, did did they vote based on watching the game and realizing how much he sucks because that would be the only thing i can imagine bill how does two not make the pro bowl it's it's all fan voting is what yeah oh uh, well then it's the people voting. who watch the game it makes, so. yeah it makes nothing it has nothing to do with the stats well yeah no it's just that's that's actually better voting because it shows that people watched how bad he is um bill are you upset that two didn't make the pro bowl uh no i'm not okay uh what else we got uh, there, there was a cool story though you should search online with ron rivera and the special teams guy from uh i forget his name from the uh redskins uh, yes i know it's the commanders i don't call him that uh from the redskins who uh got told and started crying it's a really cool story uh they had a bit they videoed the whole thing so check it online just a ron rivera pro bowl uh anything else here e before we switch to some betting yeah just that uh ab's case was dropped um after they were still camping outside of his house trying to get him out on the the, the warrant. <laughs> you still they were still there bill they were still outside ab's house ridiculous what did he bunker up for a month wasn't it's, that like three weeks ago be. let's Whoa. go american oh uh wasn't that like three weeks ago jesus christ yeah it was about uh, three weeks ago today i believe i mean jesus christ mccaffrey didn't make the pro bowl someone's saying in the chat either Mm, it's all bullshit really it's, I don't it's care. all it's fan voting it i mean matter. listen i don't care about a fan vote i don't care about the pro bowl the pro bowl players don't care about the pro bowl the only thing it is is good for their resume you know and at the end of their career they always mention this guy like i was watching the ahmad rashad thing last night and i forgot how good of a receiver ahmad rashad was and you know the first thing they mentioned was five-time pro bowler you know so that's where it's important in your resume after the game but no one gives a fuck about the pro bowl uh anything else e? uh yeah l- actual last thing the guy from the Immaculate Reception died. The running back. I mean, is that what you just got? You're such a millennial. <laughs> that is the most millennial comment I have ever heard in my life. Franco Harris, you just called the guy from the Immaculate Reception. The rece- Immaculate Reception guy. I mean. I'm also I'm also Gen Z, not a millennial. I mean, that's even worse. That's even, like anything. The lower you go, the worse it is. The guy from the Immaculate Reception died, Bill. What do you think of that? I mean, I didn't, I'm with Evan on that, too. I Let's fucking go, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see him Who play. Who the fuck is that guy? Franco exactly. Harris. My God, guys. He's not just the Immaculate Reception. He's one of the best running backs of all time. I'm one of yeah. the biggest dynasties <laughs> of all time. Wow. But uh, that is that is weird and sad. Like, you know, that, I don't give a fuck when people die. I don't care. It's part of that. Um but I care when people close to me die. I really don't give a shit when celebrities or athletes die. Uh, you guys can pretend you do on Twitter to look cool in front of your friends. But Franco Harris sucked, I mean, because he's a good guy. You know, like everything about him was that he was a good guy. And uh, the weird thing, Bill, he did an interview with the, some blonde lady on ESPN. Like the day before the interview. The day before the death. And it was a pretty sudden death. So uh, that was kind of weird. She was talking about how nice he was and how he stopped in the mall to like spend five minutes with this family that like saw him when they were filming and he stopped the filming to go spend five minutes with the family and the daughters and all that. And the next day he's dead. Uh, that was pretty crazy. Uh, Howie, Evan just called Franco Harris. The guy from the immaculate reception died. Yeah, he died yesterday. Yeah, he didn't know. He didn't call him by his name. He said the guy from the immaculate reception died. The guy from Immaculate Conception Church up on 52nd Street. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, is that the most fucking Evan 23-year-old person comment you've ever heard? 24. Only only one of the most blue-collar, hardest-core greatest guys ever ever to step onto a field. He was part of the biggest dynasty ever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, arguably, unfortunately, probably the greatest team that's ever stepped onto a field. Yeah, yeah. Steel Curtain, for sure. You guys are fucking boomers. Today and, and that guy's through the wall. What'd you say, Evan? You guys are fucking boomers. Yeah. That's a compliment, dude. Do they understand, Howie, when they call us boomers, that's a compliment? Yeah. Like, we don't want to uh, be you. Millennials <laughs> don't even want to be millennials. Yeah. Like, weird. It's a compliment to say we're not one of you. Funny, no, I it's not even an insult, because the baby boomers came from when the fucking all the people came back from the war and started fucking, and the baby population boomed. So they call us baby boomers. We're not even boomers. Yeah. We're Gen X. It's but, millennials. It's it's like a girl with two vaginas. It's, it's cool, but it's really not cool. <laughs> Bill, what'd you say? So switching topics a little bit. Um, the NBA. We're switching yeah. topics off multiple vaginas. Okay. Yeah, let's get off of this stupid guy who died. I don't know, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> guy who um, died. Let's so Howie. NBA class of 2023, the Hall of Fame. They the, the people are coming out. Um, coming out of the closet. 
get inducted. Dirk Nowinski. You got abducted. Dirk Nowinski, Dwayne Wade, Paul Gasol, Tony Parker. You would agree with they should all be in? Dirk Nowinski, yes. Dwayne, Dwayne Wade, Wade, yes. Paul Gasol. Tony Parker, absolutely. Paul Gasol, hell no. I don't think Paul Gasol, yeah. Right. I would say and Parker. Another over one Gasol. that I was a little shocked on who's on the ballot and Chauncey Billups. I love Chauncey. I love big game Chauncey. No, I don't think he's. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. That's though. an argument, but the guy was a winner, man. Yeah, it's, he was clutch. Every, he won every team he went to. It just he was a Finals. He was a Finals MVP. He was no, he did, listen. The thing about Chauncey Billups, exactly what we're saying. He won and he was clutch. Yeah, you know that was, was the thing about him. He didn't put up the video game numbers though a lot. So I mean, I, I would put Chauncey Billups in over fucking Pau Gasol though. Yeah. Pau Gasol yeah, was a product of his teams. Yeah, Pau Gasol, you know, he was the first big Spaniard to come over and average, what, 15? and Yeah, you know, he was very and, good. I would say he was Hall of Fame. You know, yeah. Yeah, he, he always had great players with him. That's right. He was a product of his teams. You know, like he played on great teams who yeah. took the attention off him. And, uh, yeah, so I would say yes for Wade, yes to Nowitzki. Most likely probably not first ballot uh, for Parker. Maybe like last ballot for Chauncey Billups, Pau Gasol. No, That's I thought Marcus saw was better than Pau. Uh, more talented, yes, yeah, for sure. Just played on worse teams. How we do? I was mentioning our bowl guide and everything we're doing in college basketball. I've been on uh, quite a heater in college basketball. I was actually winning eighty percent yesterday. I think I went six and five, so it might have brought it down into the seventies. Yeah. Uh, nice win this morning on Bryant. Uh, Bryant, they uh, started the day with a W. We got American right now on the money line. They were down 15. They're actually up one now. So uh, we're sitting on that. And uh, college football bowl guide, Howie, we're killing it. I mean, tough beat last night with South Alabama. Never got off the bus. Just got boat raced. Right? South kind of Florida. Alabama, I literally would have liked to have been to the party those guys were at the night before because <laughs> they stepped onto the field and it was like uh, it was like somebody just fucking roofied them. Yeah, boat raced. Like just – Quarterback had no idea what he was doing, throwing the ball away, fumbling it all over the place. Defense, I mean, dude, guys were just running. Bill, you saw it. Guys were just running free in the secondary. Like fucking, yeah. like, like, like naked millennial fucking hippies in a fucking f a rainforest. Like just fluttering around wide open for 80 yard touchdowns, Bill. They're like, there's the tight end. Wow. Yeah. There's nobody within 40 yards of him. Yeah. Bill was like, are you nervous yet? When it was seven nothing, I'm like, no. He's like, are you yeah. nervous now when it was 14 nothing? I'm like, no, we just saw this the other day, and I just owned you on the Bengals when this happened. Like, dude, uh, 14 nothing in the first quarter means nothing. But yeah. then when the third guy ran free without anyone guarding him, I was like, okay, now we got a problem. Uh, it's on crack. Yeah, and then they were throwing interceptions in the red zone. Uh, showed a little signs of life in the second half, but, you know, what are you going to do? I wrote in the fucking draft guide, yeah, bowl guide. Sometimes you just get boat raced in the bowl games. And we got the quarterback from Western Kentucky. What do you throw for 938 yards? Well, that's the other thing. He threw for like almost a career high, and he entered the transfer portal. We wrote it in the article. He was leaving the fucking team. Yeah. He was out, and then he came back. So it's like yeah. we didn't think his motivation would be there, and he came out looking to fucking make a statement. So it no. happens. All right. So right now, as I mentioned earlier, Howie, me and you are 21 and 11 on our bets, 66%, and 16 and 7 on sides. 70%. I think you are uh, nine and three or something like that. Probably nine 80 three. something percent. So we're still absolutely sm smashing it right now. We're going to give you guys the game tonight for free. Me and Howie both love this game. We're going to tell you why right now. Uh, we've talked about it since before the bowl season started. The nice thing about me and you, Harry, Howie, is we come from games from different angles and end up on the same place a lot. Yeah. I think we've only had two plays different so far. So uh, we're both on the same side of this game right now. What I want every one of you guys to do is bet $40 on this game. Okay, go bet $40 or more on the play that we're about to give you. And when it wins, go buy the bowl guide. It's free. It's paid for by us. So just go do that. Bet $40 on this game. And when it wins, you're going to buy the bowl guide because it's going to win tonight. Howie, we got Baylor going against Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl. I'll let you lead it off. We're going to have the same analysis. Listen, man. I mean, we looked at that stat. I think the Armed Force, you take Army, Navy, uh, uh, Air Force, and what are they, 20, 22 and six or something? 22 over and nine, I think it is. Uh, they're hitting it at they're hitting it a seventy percent clip in bowl games since like the eighties. So yeah. this is like thirty years. You know, it hasn't wavered. They always win in bowl games. The Air, the uh, Armed Forces. 
You know, and the bottom line is you got Air Force. They got the number one running offense in the country. They've run the triple option, but they run it on steroids, man. They got a great back. They got a quick quarterback. He reads everything. Uh, they control the ball. And not only that, these guys are happy as shit to be there. This every is, year, is, every bowl. This is their night. Mm-hmm. This is their night. You know, they got to go back to class tomorrow at whatever, 4.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And study algorithms on a new, like, invisible jet getting. They got to finalize the Philadelphia experiment. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you guys on this game. I, yeah. Uh, I mean, go on, Bill. I have uh, Air Force winning by at least 10. Yeah. I, dude, we're going money line. Uh, I have. So let me give you the exact plays from the guide. Bill thinks they're winning by 10. Howie texted me this morning Air Force by more than seven. Yep. Uh, I actually am probably going to be adding some fun alt line stuff. So. I do have a play for tomorrow or in the next couple of days that I'll give you guys, but I have Air Force money line tied to that in the guide. Uh, Air Force plus three and a half for me, five unit max bet. Air Force plus three and a half for Howie, five unit max bet. The only other time we've both had five unit max bets on the same game was USC the other day, and they won uh, fairly handily. Uh, I got another play for you here, Howie. You were talking about the running game against Baylor. Brad Roberts, 80 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he's their lead back. He's got 15 touchdowns. He's the guy who's going to get 20 carries, 25 carries today. 80 and a touchdown is minus 130. Uh, I have that for three units, too. If you even want to alt him up, you can. The big thing for me here is not just that the armed forces have been successful in the Bulls, Howie. Uh, first of all, it's getting steamed. You know I like to read the money. So they started as a five-and-a-half-point dog. They're down to a three-and-a-half-point dog. That is a long history of success. In the Bulls season, shows a lot of other sharps. Baylor doesn't want to fucking be here, dude. Baylor was ranked 10 in the preseason poll. They were a top 10 team playing in a very good conference where you can end with one loss and make the college football playoff in that conference. They finished six and six. This team thought they'd be playing on New Year's Day or in the, in the you know, New Year's Six or the Final Four. And they're out here playing fucking Air Force in the Arms Forces Bowl 10 weeks before. Texas and Baylor's a big party school. The big thing for these schools, Howie, that we talk about a lot that gets overlooked during bowl season, the deeper you get into bowl season, notice the first thing Howie said was, I want to know the party South Alabama went to last night. These kids have three, four weeks off. Now, in the Air Force Academy, they're practicing football for three straight weeks. They are disciplined. They are ready. They are responsible. The rest of these schools, these kids' season's over. They don't give a fuck. They're out drinking, doing ecstasy, going to parties, all that. So Air Force is going to be better prepared. Air Force is going to run on them. Air Force has the better record. Uh, The only thing would be the conference, obviously. Baylor comes from a better conference. But, yeah, Howie, three and a half. Let me get that. Well, how about the main thing, too, is look who uh, Baylor's losing tonight. They're losing that 330-pound starting offensive lineman Mm -hmm. and I think a starting receiver, right? Yep. To to the transfer portal, that's huge. Mm -hmm. I mean, now you got backup guys coming in, playing against guys that have been starting over you. That's a problem. Yeah, and that's the most important thing to look at. Um, we got a couple games tomorrow that we'll talk about on tomorrow's show. But uh, there's a couple. There's a game I'm struggling with tomorrow, which is the Missouri game. Uh, because I usually like going SEC over ACC. Me and you talk about how Missouri is going to be missing a cornerback, a safety, and their two defensive ends and their defensive team. So these are the things you got to look at. Air Force is losing nobody. They have 100% of their team, and 100% of their team is motivated. So that is a big thing for me. Uh, So that's that's your play for the night. These armed forces, you know, they don't lose. Trans- Very rarely do you see somebody transfer once in a while. But, I mean, these But because you're transferring out of the fucking – you know, Air Force, you know, you didn't go there for football. You went there to be in the Air Force. Yeah, you went there to learn how to fly a plane. Right. You're trying to fight a fighter jet. No, you don't. You go. You don't go to like fucking USC or. uh, And you don't go to the NFL either. Right. Like, so this is it. This is their Super Bowl. This is these seniors. This is the last football they're ever going to play in their life. These guys, I mean, these guys are straight up. These guys walk a straight line. They walk a straight line. Meanwhile, these guys from Baylor, they're probably doing lines. Ah, they're so, fucking, they're partying like Tommy G on a fucking Saturday night. That's what you got to look at. You got to look yep. at that. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, oh, there's so much time to prepare for the triple option. These guys aren't even fucking practicing right now. They're on break. They're fucking getting over a miserable season, and their coach is out recruiting right now. Like, they're not doing, they're, they're in Texas. He's at high schools right now fucking looking for fucking the next star. Yeah. And talk yeah. to any coach, talk to any coach and ask them how hard it is to prepare against a triple option. It's hard. You yeah. don't do it in a week. It's like, that takes a while. Yeah. Hold on, I'm just answering someone in the chat. 
Uh, Nunez said Air Force money line is plus 145 right now on DK. Why take plus three and a half for minus 110? Because we get three and a half points. Because <laughs> we're not yeah, all we're not right just because we have all everything lines up. The game still has to be played, and I want that field goal. And what I think is going to be a lower scoring game. Let's go to college basketball real quick, uh, Howie. Um, what do you like today in college basketball? I'm going to give one play out now just because it's starting shortly. So let me just throw this out. I just got to pull it out. I think I had a three o'clock bet in here. Um, hold on, it's just loading. Still loading. Uh, I have two plays at three o'clock. Uh, SMU plus nine and a half. And I have Little Rock plus five and a half. Little Rock's been very good to me this year. You like uh, SMU? I do. You're on the other side? I don't know that. I look at that game, and the game scares me because the Lions should not be – they should not be getting that many points. Right. Um, against Iona. I mean, I don't know if it's that high because of the Rick Pitino factor. Um, that's, I'm not touching. That's going to be interesting to watch. The crazy thing, so, so I thought that line should have been like five or six, right? Like I have it lined at like Iona yeah. minus six, right? And normally I play the other side on those. You know, I'd go into the trap. But 70% of the bets and 72% of the money's on Iona. That's the Rick so, Pitino factor. Yeah, so everyone's on Iona and the line's dropping. It started at 10 and went to nine and a half. So, yeah, but yeah you're right. If that if that money was on SMU, I would have been on Iona. But, yeah, yeah I like that's SMU. that's weird. I looked at that game. It's weird. Yeah, um, it, it was a weird line. And it's weird that with that big line, everyone's on Iona. That's that, And it's line's dropping. Uh, what else do you like in college hoops today, Howie Dewey? I'm looking at my favorite team in the country. Um, UConn? I love UConn. UConn just blows teams out. But this team's played a tough, tough schedule. They finally got a little patsy tonight. I think they're going to go out and take care of this shit early, but I like Penn State laying the 14.5 against Quinnipiac. Mm. Penn State's covered for us every single time. Mm -hmm. um, I like them. They're playing Quinnipiac. I think that's a blowout. Uh, I think everybody gets to play. And uh, that's a 20, 25 point win. All right. Uh, we got a few top 25 games today. Do you have any leans on any of them? We're looking at Kansas is playing, Arizona's playing, and Illinois are playing today. Yeah, you just said one of them, man. I, I like uh, I like the Ivy Leaguers going into Kansas and covering that 21 and a half. Mm. Okay. Talk to me. Why do you think? Harvard's, uh, you've seen Harvard. Harvard's solid. Harvard uh -huh. has a good five guys. They got good guards. Um, I think that could be an interesting game. Okay. Uh, I don't have a plan either of those. I'll just tell you and just ride with yours on those. You tend to be good with those weird schools, those Ivy League schools and those yeah. weird North Northeast schools no one's on. So uh, I'm with that. Uh, another play that I have here, um, not, I do like the Penn State play too. Uh, I don't hate that. Uh, I think they could kill Quinnipiac. The only reason I didn't have it on my list was just because of some line movement uh, that I didn't like to see, but that could very easily change. I'm going to go with my fucking play of the day. I'm going to give you one more. I already gave you two. I'm going to have eight out, nine out for the subscribers. So get over to 4deepbest.com and get signed up for that. NC State, minus 17 and a half. Um, I have made so much money off betting against Louisville this year. I yeah. can't even count it in all my hands. We max bet the other side of Louisville every game. They played Lipscomb the other day, and Lipscomb beat them by seven. And we won. Like, I mean, the, everyone is going to boat race this team because they're just fucking terrible. And I don't care that there's a ton of money on fucking NC State. I don't care that the line is a just blind bet against Louisville, guys. I yeah. said it before the season. This is the worst team in college basketball of the major conferences. And they have, I think they've covered one game the whole entire year. NC State minus 17 and a half, Howie Dewey. I find yeah, it hard to believe one. you're going to be on the other side of that one. No, I, they're one in 10. Well, you can't bet Louisville. I mean, you can't. They're terrible. No, Jesus, there's problems there. Problems across the board. Who even knows what they are? Um, there's a couple teams I don't like. I mean, I don't like Louisville. I don't like Maryland uh, just because I've watched. I don't like Maryland that much either, and I've usually I've been well, a Maryland guy. It's funny you said that. That's a coaching thing. Yeah. Um, Willard has been at Seton Hall where he had just had talent, 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 and he stunk. Uh, now he's at Maryland. Uh, he's got talent, and he'll run him into the ground. He just – he's not a good coach, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah Ralph, I'm or, Kevin it. Willard's not a good coach. His dad was way better coach. Um, I, I don't like Maryland. They play St. Peter's today, and St. Peter's is that team that lost everybody off of last year's team. Uh, mm -hmm. The guard went to Bryant. He just uh, played at Bryant. They won today. I, I think he was like one for eight, too. Um, but – don't be surprised if St. Peter's covers that 22 and a half against Maryland. 
Mm, all right. I don't hate that either. All right, Howie Dewey, we'll have you back on tomorrow. We got two more bowl games tomorrow. Guys, go bet $40 or more on Air Force plus Air three Force. and a half and immediately buy the guide because we're going to have, we're probably going to have no show on Monday uh, with the Christmas holiday and everything. We'll be here tomorrow. We might not be back till next Thursday. So you're going to have a shit ton of bowl games that we will not be here to give you for free. So get in on this bowl guide tonight. Go bet Air Force, cash it. Thank me and Howie on the internet. Thank at Stay Cash and Show. Sign up for the guide and come fuck with us going forward. So, Howie Dewey, uh, we will check in with you tomorrow, my friend. All right, brother. All right, cool. Bill Rod. Later, dude. Let's get to the NBA and NHL here. Uh, me and you had no. a little debate about uh, NBA and who's going to win the title and all that. We'll save that for another day or we don't have as many bets and games going on and we're not running under the gun. But uh, what are you looking at in the NBA and the association today? Your boy uh, Sabonis. Your boy Sabonis went fucking batshit yesterday. Well, yeah, you guys no. are doing uh, hockey and basketball. I'm going to go get my kid. I'll pop right. back in. All right. Actually, you know what? In case in case we're out by then, because we might not have that much longer, what do you like on the uh, NFL game tonight? Uh, you already know I'm on the Jaguars. What The one thing that I did want to mention to you about, though, I thought was kind of odd. Um, we both know that this game opened at minus one and plus one on both sides. It was basically a pick em. Now it's plus two and a half. Uh, so obviously, it's it's riding the money. The, the I love the way the money's toward, moving. Yeah, it's moving toward your Jets. But what I wanted to ask you, this money line is not moving. The money line is still plus 106 and minus 124, but the spread is moving a point and a half. I see plus 115 in a couple books, uh, so it is moving a little bit. Guys, the uh, weather's not that bad. No, no, no. We're talking about this side. No, no, I'm talking about the side. Chat. People in the oh, chat. Oh, yeah. No. Live, it's going to rain. Tommy and I live five minutes from the stadium. It's not it's bad. It's going to be 40 degrees in rain. It's no, 44 yeah. degrees. And all out. that helps the Jets anyway. Yeah, so. yes. 44 yeah, degrees out tonight and just some rain. That's it. Yeah. No, it'll, it'll be rain. It's not going to be drizzle. There'll be rain, but it doesn't matter. That's all. I'm betting the Jets. It's a Jets play. 29% of the money is on the Jets and the line's moving up. It opened at two. It's up to two and a half with 71% of the money on the Jags. Uh, it's a Thursday night primetime game. All unders. Yeah. I mean, this is a game. This game screams. I'll be right back, guys. Here's uh, another thing, too. And a couple weird line movements with this game. Um, 49% of the money is on the under, and it has dropped three points. 86%. I got 86% of the money on the under. Okay. Uh, that makes a little more sense than what I was yeah. looking at then because it, the total has dropped three points from 39.5 to 36.5. I got it from 42 to 36.5. I, I think it opened offshore at 42. Okay. I, I don't get the offshore this is, this opens. Is I a, only get the yeah, – yeah, this, this is a weather thing, though. This is, this is everyone just jumping the weather because everyone's talking about the whole weekend with the, from the weather situation and – I think that's part of it. But uh, I could see this game end in fucking 17-7. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, this would be one to even try some alt-unders. But it's Thursday night primetime. Let me give you guys a stat here. Rackets, if you want to go, you can go. Um, right. Bill's back now. So uh, let me give you guys a stat. Part of my thread that I'm doing uh, for the analysis of how rigged these primetime games are. Uh, let me give you this. So in the primetime Monday night games – 36% of favorites have covered, 43% of overs have hit. So that means fucking 64% of underdogs have covered on Monday. 57% uh, of games have gone under. On Thursday night, 44% of favorites have covered, 44% of uh, overs have hit. So it's not as extreme, shockingly. It's only 56%. And then uh, on Sunday night, 38% of overs have hit and 38% of favorites have covered. For a grand total on the primetime games of 43 games, 17 favorites have covered uh, on this. So uh, I'm not worried about the Jets being a favorite on this because I think this has more to do with where the money is. And all the money is usually on the favorites. This game, all the money's on the dog. So uh, give me the Jets. But let's go back to the NBA, and then we'll uh, finish off with football there. Bill, did you say you didn't have much in the NBA tonight? There's none. There's only two games. Um, neither game – I'm on anything, um, but my buddy, Mr. Healy, seems to love an assist prop tonight. No, we'll give it out. Uh, he loves McCollum. He loves McCollum everywhere. McCollum assists six and a half, seven and a half, 12 and a half, 44 and a half, 56 and a half, all the way up. Okay. Healy all loves right. it. So we're betting McCollum all over the place. That's his assist, yeah. Um, I don't really like anything tonight. Yesterday was a night. Tomorrow is a night for the NBA. Um, and then they are off on Saturday and then they're back for Christmas Sunday. Um, but tomorrow 
um, I think we're going to have the first uh, uh, Rupp and Goat show uh, for the NBA on on our uh, Discord. Mm. So come and check that out. Maybe around 6, 6.30. We'll try it out. We'll see how it goes. And then we'll start it up after the new year. Um, but, yeah, get in on that. We've both been doing great in props, uh, stuff like that. We're going to have some DFS stuff, some props, some games. So come check it out. All right, cool. Uh, if you guys want a live bet, I'm going to give you a live hockey play right now. You could take the Maple Leafs minus 160. Uh, they were minus 340 coming into the game. Uh, they're down one nothing at the end of the first period to the Flyers. We know the Maple Leafs are a big comeback team to begin with uh, and a big collapse team. So whatever's going on in the Maple League game, Leafs games, usually the opposite ends up happening. So uh, I'm cool with the Maple Leafs here. Toronto minus 160, Evan, if you want to throw that in. A little live bet uh, for the NHL. I have uh, I've been really good with the NHL money line dogs lately from reading the money on these games. Uh, we hit last night with Detroit. No one in the world was betting them. I think ninety-seven percent of the money was on the Lightning. We hit Detroit. We won that game seven-four. The day before, we actually came off two wins two three days ago. And the day before that, Bill, I had the Islanders and uh, I forget who the other team was. Both getting like plus one fifty, and both lost in overtime. So you know, you get a plus one fifty to get to overtime. You're doing something right with it. I uh, don't have any tonight. There's only like five or six games. I'm leaning the wild. Uh, the wild looks like a good play, but it's up to 180. If you can get the wild in the 160s range, I'm fine with it. If you want to parlay it with the Leafs right now, you could do that. Uh, Minnesota wild minus 182, Leafs minus 160, get that plus 150. Uh, so for right now, no play, just the Leafs live. Uh, but depending on where the money flows, may have a bet. For the subscribers at 4dbets.com, Bill Rupp. Let's get over to the uh, NFL. The I, most rig- I, got, I got a soccer game that starts at 3 o'clock. Get that out quick. Uh, Man City is versus Liverpool. I'm doing a parlay. Uh, me and Kababble talked about it. Kababble's going with over two and a half goals in the game uh, with Man City to win. I'm lowering it just in case. So I'm going to do over one and a half goals and Man City to win in regulation minus 140. I think okay. that's a good bet. Um, if you do them to lift a cup to, or to go to the next round to advance and over two and a half, there's a chance for you you'll get screwed because if they don't have two and a half goals and they win, you'll lose because the two and a half goals doesn't count after regular time. So lower it to one and a half, take the 140, take it as a win, and move on to tonight. Yeah. Uh, the big thing that uh, that we have, Kababble actually hit the Sheffield game the other day that he gave out on here. Remember he snuck a soccer play in uh-huh. on the State Cash and Show? Actually hit it. So Kababble's staying hot after the World Cup. Uh, still giving out some soccer dimes. So we will keep having Kababble on here when there's some big soccer games going on. Uh, feel free to trust his analysis. Very good at what he does. So, uh, Bill, we good to go to the NFL? Uh, yeah. Okay, let's get over there. So Jets, Jaguars, Evan put me on the board. Jets money line. Um, I'm assuming you agree with me, Evan. You know, I'm torn on this one. Because mm. how can a team beat the Cowboys and then come out and lose to the Jets? I would be all over the Jets if Mike White were playing, but Wilson's got me nervous. I, I see. I mean, listen, Wilson and weather is not a great combination, right? Uh, you don't want a guy who's erratic to be playing with a slippery you ball. The, you got the guy with the best UBR since week nine and the guy with the worst. Yeah. Playing against each other. So, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go with the defense. Give. Yeah, something's yeah, going to give. I do, I do think the defense is going to give Trevor Lawrence some problems. They're going to make Trevor Lawrence look like a little boy in this game. Um, give me the Jets minus 124. Uh, I'm going to take that. Going to rock with that. Uh, no problem with that one. Uh, do like the under. Do uh, think I may have the under for the subscribers and some teasers and shit coming forward. And again, in a game like this, even though we know the weather, I do still want to see uh, what they're saying before the game, before we go too, praise, cr- too crazy on the props, which I can't believe he just hit that three. You have to be kidding me. This kid on Sienna just hit a three from like the logo with one second left on the clock. Oh, my God. Um, Bill, what do you like from the prop perspective on this game? I can't believe you just said that. That was disgusting. Uh, I'm doing a first drive punt, minus 160. I don't care. I would do gets, every drive punt in this game. I don't care who gets the ball. Um, take it now because it'll move. Um, you know, if the weather gets worse, more heavier rain, shit like that, uh, depending who gets the ball first, um, I am going all in on that first drive punt. First drive punt. All right, that's where Bill's going in. I love that. We're going to be betting a lot of drives tonight live in the Discord. I promise you that. Um, 
the rain is the only thing that's killing me here. Yeah, I want to go Zach Garrett Wilson. I hit him last game. I want to even go Zach Wilson rushing again. I know he didn't hit the rushing prop last game, but it just doesn't make sense why he's not running more. He has to. He has the rushing upside in bad weather. What do you think? I think. I mean, as far as Garrett Wilson goes, I think he's going to be Zach Wilson's security blanket tonight because get. I feel like Salah needs to put it through his head that if you just get him the ball, he will make plays. When Garrett Wilson started freaking out, jumping up and down and yelling last game, and then he started getting the ball left and right. Yeah. So I think I think to... that's firmly through Zach Wilson's head that just get him the fucking ball and he will make plays. He's I mean, he, Mike White's starting the whole year. He's offensive rookie of the year, in my opinion. Uh, Mike White's the most overrated quarterback in the NFL, and you're a crazy person, just like every other Jet fan. <laughs> the uh, Garrett Wilson over fifty-one and a half. Let's do it. Uh, and I'm going right back to the Wilson rushing, at Bill. I, it just doesn't make sense. He's had games where he's rushed for 26, 28, 30. It's did national you, TV. It's the, what he needs to be doing. He needs to be rolling out. They have to. Did you win or lose that last week? We lost it last week. Have you? But it doesn't make sense. It's still the right bet. It, it the Jets just need to see if they if they have anyone on that Hall of staff, which they really don't, who knows how to watch game film. They should be able to say that when you rolled Zach Wilson out, he had one of the best QBRs in football last week. And when you fucking dropped him straight back in the pocket, he was terrible. So I still think we're going to fucking get some rushing yards out of Zach Wilson here. I'm just trying to find what the best line is. Uh, I see 11 and a half on FanDuel. Yep. Uh, Let me see. Wilson. Zach. You see it on any other site, Bill? DraftKings is 11 and a half as well. 11 and a half uh, rushing yards. Looks like a 10 and a half on points bet. So 10 and a half minus 125. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to take it. I think he should rush for 20 yards. I mean, he should rush for 25 yards every game. I don't understand how it doesn't happen. But uh, I'm riding it again. I'm riding it again. Bad weather, national TV. Uh, Bill, anything else that you're looking at on this one? Uh, I'm going to do a parlay with unders tonight. I don't know what yet. But like quarter half game? No, no, no. Um, player unders. I'm going to do some player prop unders. Okay. Uh, parlay of those. I'm going to see how it goes. Um, yeah. I mean, you just sat there and you just told me all this stuff about underdogs winning on on all these primetime games. And then you we just had a big talk about it. And then you go and you take the favorite again. I mean, so, so this just shows you guys how little Bill Rupp actually listens. He kind of picks and chooses. Like he'll listen for three minutes and then go on TikTok for seven. You also probably didn't hear me mention that I'm ignoring that today, Bill Rupp, because the 80% of the money is on the other side. Normally, the public bets favorites. Today, they're all betting the underdogs. So I think it cancels out since 68% of the bets and 75% of the bets are on the underdog today. Mm, no. Yeah. But if you had, you had you listened to the last three minutes of that. You Sorry. Would. No. Yeah. So let's pay, more, let's pay more attention next show. Huh? No. Let's listen. I don't let's agree. listen. Let's listen, I don't to agree. Whole, let's listen to whole sentences. So you think. You think they're going to fix the game so that the uh, team with 80% of the money is going to win? I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but I don't think <laughs> I don't think the Jets win. Uh, they might not, but uh, I'm betting on the defense here. So maybe doing a team total on the Jaguars under two. Uh, not much on this game, guys. Just Garrett Wilson. Have, the reason I feel I comfortable. One, with... I have one more. What do you got? Um, Where is it? Donovan Knight receiving. No, I want yeah. Zach Wilson. I want Zach Wilson interception. That's not a bad bet. Uh, it's minus one eighty-eight, a little high. That is a lot high. I want Ter- Trevor Lawrence interception. Give me Trevor Lawrence interception minus one twenty-eight. Rob Sal is gonna fucking drop him nuts. Yeah, Zach. Actually, still- you know what's a great bet for this one, Bill? What's the total sacks in this game? Because I think the Jets are gonna get to Lawrence, and I think obviously the Wilson's gonna get sacked. I have them in my same game parlay on both sides. Do you? What do you have? Do you want the parlay? Yeah. Probably four and a half. Here we go. Jets plus three and a half. Mm-hmm. Total under 46 and a half. Zach Milfson under 249 and a half. Zach Milfson. Uh, Christian Kirk over 34 and a half. Garrett, Garrett Wilson over 39 and a half. Jets two plus sacks. Jags two plus sacks. Plus 575. Hmm. Interesting. All right. So, uh, Evan, coming back, firing a plus 600 here, trying to get on the board again. It's been, it's been a 
been a great year for you on these same game parlays, Evan. Yeah, we're up uh, 11.52 units. I'm 5-14, right, but we're up 11 and 5. Well, I mean, when you're hitting plus 600, Joe, you, know, you could be 5-14. and 14. Right. <laughs> you know, you got to hit one out of every... I'm happy. I'm happy with it. That's awesome. you got to hit one out of every six. So let's make that plus uh, 16 units tonight after this That's nice dub. Good. I like that. I like that play. Nothing nothing wrong with that play at all across the board. Uh, anything else for you, Bill? Uh, You know what's weird? Oh, hold on. I got to play. They have oh, been... they don't have it on the board. Go on, Bill. They moved... The shortest touchdown, which is always under, you know, one and a half to two and a half tonight. Hmm. That's weird, right? You know what's weird? I can't find this anywhere. What's Zach Wilson's longest pass? Uh, uh, sacks, are, sacks are five and a half tonight. The under is juiced to minus 165. Wow. Not What's the longest that? pass for Zach Wilson? I don't it's see it. Not, it's not on the board on DraftKings. They, they only it's have not on the Lawrence. board here either. Why? Trevor Lawrence is this. That's my favorite bet maybe of the day to Zach Wilson longest pass if they're going to put that at 30. All the kid's doing is running around and throwing bombs. All right, well, hang tight on that. See if that pops up anywhere. I don't see it here. So uh, we'll see if that comes live anywhere else. Uh, all right, that's it. Bill, final words. Um... Robin Rackets today, 530. 530 in the Discord. Get signed up for deepbets.com. Go by the bowl guide. Make sure you get in there, Evan Hand. Uh we'll see you tomorrow. Let's 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 hit another same game parlay. Well we be, we will be here tomorrow. Do you guys have any ugly Christmas sweaters? I do no. actually. Okay, me and you will wear them, Evan and Bill. Just wear something festive. I have an elf that. hat too. You can wear that, too. I'm not wearing an elf hat because I'm a man. But you could do that because you're a stupid millennial that doesn't know Frank Harris's. Gen X. Gen Z. Uh, same thing. Anyone below me is a millennial. Same. You call me a boomer. I don't correct you. <laughs> You're not a boomer. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so You're a millennial. I'm a boomer. Um, all right. For Howie Dewey, Joey Rackets, Bill Rupp, Evan Hand. I am Tommy G. $40 or more on Air Force tonight, plus 300 Then go buy the bull betting guide, and let's fuck through the new year. Good luck. Stay cashing, motherfuckers. Let's go!